0: Hi everyone, this is Yara Stark from entrepreneurs-journey.com. Today I have another podcast interview with a successful internet entrepreneur. His name is David Risley and uh, in this interview you'll hear how David has set up two sites. His first site is the PC Mech website which is uh, essentially a hobby site he started for his passion for computers and, and hardware and he uh, recounts his story of how he built up that website and How, uh, you know, really it's been a very long journey. He started that back in the late 90s. But today it's uh, the foundation for his uh, six figure income. He he does a little bit over um, $120,000, I think $130,000 was last year in income. And uh, he explains how he does that. He has a membership site on that uh, website. He also makes some money from advertising. But more recently, he started a blog at davidrisley.com. And that's where he's sharing some of his uh, experiences. And doing a lot with video and multimedia so it's a great blog to check out if you're interested in in you know more cutting-edge sort of blog design uh, and of course if you're interested in the membership site model this is a good interview to listen to as well so I'll hand you over to David but uh, if you are interested in more podcasts like this please do check out entrepreneurs-journey.com and uh, you know there's lots of free podcasts there and, and you're welcome to enjoy them anytime thanks for listening and here's David hi everyone this is Jaro Stark here I have a special guest on today's interview and uh, I've just recently been exposed to this person and uh, the biggest uh, reason why I grabbed him on the line today to do this podcast interview is because he is uh, another person in the elite group of people who makes a full-time income blogging. So uh, his name is David Risley. So David, thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Now, as I said, I came across David, uh, we, we were just talking actually before we started to record this, we weren't sure who got in touch with whom first and why we did, but whatever the case was, I came across his blog and did see uh, obviously a nice blog design and, and a quality blog, but also that you're um, of the group of people who like to report your income stats and you were reporting back a full-time income, so it was. Uh, I always like to get people who are making a full-time income online onto my show, so we can hear what they're doing. So David, uh, first though, since I know very little about you beyond what I have read at your blog, and I'm sure everyone else would like to know, how did you uh, give us a little background study of how you got to where you are today? Um, you know, maybe some jobs you've had and, and what studies you've done in the past.
1: Sure. Well, it was kind of a gradual process. I mean, I, I, I got into this, like a lot of people, it was completely and totally a hobby. And, uh, you know, I, I I had pet pictures and animated gifs, everything. I mean, all the all the classic '90s stuff that we all did. And um, but before too long, I kind of figured out I needed to have some kind of a point. So I, I made a, a site about computers and uh, called it PC Mechanic. And it you know again, it was completely a hobby. And uh, but eventually, I started realizing that people were making a little bit of money on, you know, with their site. So I went ahead and and pursued getting some advertising on the site. And fortunately, it worked out. And this was all while I was in college and I was in information systems, uh, studying that, getting a bachelor's degree. And basically, long story short, uh, I was able to graduate college in uh, 2001. And I was one of the few people not looking for a job. Uh, most most of my friends were looking for jobs in IT, and at the time it was a little bit rough finding a job in IT. And uh, fortunately, I was in a position where I didn't have to do that because I was making enough at the time to at least live, <laughs> which was saying something just for making money in that way. So that's it was kind of a gradual process, um, and kind of a, you know a series of somewhat accidental things that led up to a realization that wow, if I actually do this in a structured way, I can make some money.
0: So how how long ago did you start that uh, the, the PC site?
1: I originally started in this around in about ninety seven, nineteen ninety seven, and obviously it was a bare semblance of what it is now back then. But that's when I originally got started on the web. Okay,
0: so um, you know you clearly have an interest in technology since your studies were that way, and you wrote a website about computers. Uh, let's talk then more about how you managed to turn that into an income. Like, you know, my first, uh, successful site, similar to your story, I guess I had a hobby site for card game and put up some banners and, and found that, you know, sponsors were willing to pay me money. Is that sort of the similar path that you had with the initial monetization of that website?
1: Yeah, it was mainly through advertising. Um, you know, I had some people come to me after I could demonstrate that I was actually a site that was. Doing something worthwhile, I had a few companies come to me and, and look for sponsorship deals, but I also did a lot of network stuff. Um, I, you know, being that it was a while ago, I can't remember what companies I was working with at the time, but um, you know, it, the easiest thing was just to get involved in these marketplaces of, of ads, and that's what I did at first and uh, was able to bring in some money that way. So
0: you know, this is. Tell me a bit more about the PC site. You did you sit down and write reviews of of computer parts back then? Is that how it all started, or you know, is it an opinion site? It's not a blog. Um, is it?
1: At the time, it was more of a referencey type of site. It was. You know, I did do some reviews, and I did get some companies that were sending me uh, hardware to check out, which is I thought was pretty cool too. Uh, but I also did a lot of just plain English like descriptions of. How things in the computer worked and how to do things. I, I wrote a very well-known tutorial on how to build a PC, which I last time I checked is still number one in Google if you search for build your own PC. Um, and it was it was more or less at the time computers were a real hobby for me, and I I couldn't find information that seemed like it wasn't geeky to show me how to do things with it. So I decided to go ahead and create it, and you know i was learning as i went so i mean quite frankly a lot of the times i was actually studying and reading books and then i'd turn around and i'd write some write what i learned in my own words and i would just go as i went because i was i was just winging it quite frankly <laughs>
0: it sounds like the secret effect of effective blogging right there isn't it you, know, you have to get <laughs> yeah. some education and filter it and regurgitate it and, <laughs> and then you know yeah, teach other people
1: yeah definitely in the early days that's what i was doing because i you know i I was new to everything that I was doing at the time. So it works.
0: So you mentioned that you got a really good search engine ranking was search traffic. And I guess is search traffic the, the main way you attracted you know, an audience to that website?
1: Uh, yeah, it was. I've, uh, even today, I mean, the majority of the traffic to that site is coming via search. And, uh, I can't say that, uh, that some of my good search engine rankings, such as Build your Own PC, I can't say that I really targeted it that way. Um, today, I, I, I choose headlines with SEO in mind, but back then it was all by accident, including that one. It just happens to be that I've had enough people linked to that particular tutorial that it's just solidified itself in the, in the search rankings.
0: Did you do any more um, you know, proactive marketing, though? Obviously, search traffic. Generally comes, uh, you know, if you're consistent over time. But you you must have done more than just sit down and write articles for that website.
1: Yeah, I, I obviously at the time link exchanges were much more important than they are now, and uh, I would go out and I'd request link exchanges with other sites and uh, hardware. You know, I'd be in touch with uh, Tom's Hardware and NonTech.com, and some of the sites that today have grown to crazy proportions. But back then, where they were a little smaller. And uh I was actually chatting uh via instant message with Anand, which is with anantech.com dot com and he was actually one of the ones that really set me a little bit on the path of, of monetization through ads because he at the time was doing it and um and told me what who his web host was and I had I had to switch the entire site over to another host that would even allow me to host advertising. Oh, and right. um uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, well, like a lot of people, I look. I used free hosting in the beginning, and I was actually on GeoCities, which I think it's it's either gone or it's owned by Yahoo now. I don't remember which.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. the second one I think. <laughs> I yeah, was so
1: <laughs> but back then GeoCities was a lot more popular than it is now, and I I had my site there, but you know, being that it was free hosting, they didn't allow you to do anything commercially. So um, I had to switch it to uh, Pair Networks, which is who I'm with now, and you know, there I can do anything I want.
0: That's funny because I started out on GeoCities as well, and then, <laughs> and then I, um, like you, I, I kind of outgrew their services and had to. Uh, well, first I started using the free account I got with my ISP, but then my ISP went under, so my site disappeared, which wasn't very good. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: right. Yeah, before GeoCities, I was actually on my ISP for a little bit too, but it wasn't a computer-oriented site then. It was just, you know, you know stuff about me, and I mean, it was I had no point whatsoever.
0: Okay, so let's talk about maybe a bit more modern day outcomes you've had. Uh, So your blog is, you know, well, your blog has come about secondary. We'll talk about that yet. But the PC site, I presume you continue to maintain it, add new content. Did you bring in people to write for it or has it always been you?
1: Oh, no. Today I probably only write maybe 10% of the content for that site. It's... um... At first I started bringing on volunteers. I would actually just use the uh, forums and find people that were interested in just contributing uh content. And then eventually I started working out some type of a strategy where I would pay them for their content. Um and then now I actually have a employee who his entire job is to write content for the site and I've got a few uh independent contractors to do some writing for it as well and and a few volunteers as well.
0: So, you know, that's some big steps. Uh, you know, how were you able to fund that growth? Was it was it sort of all organic over time or?
1: Mainly organic, yeah. I uh, You know, I, I would promote it where I could. I'd get myself listed in directories. Uh, I would do lake exchanges. It finally dawned on me that I needed a mailing list, so I did that. Uh, you know, I should have done it a lot earlier, but I did it. And uh, so, I started building up a list and getting a newsletter going, and that helped bring back people. Um, I set up the the uh, forums powered by VBulletin, which obviously brings back a lot of repeat traffic. Um, and then, as far as paying authors, uh, it kind of just came out of my pocket. So I was making enough money with advertising. And at the time, I was doing a little bit of uh, programming work for clients as well and I uh, would have to supplement things with that just a little bit.
0: Okay, so uh, then today, I know you've got some kind of a membership site service around that website as well. How did that happen?
1: That happened mainly by realizing that that was a really powerful trend uh, was the idea of continuity. I, w- I was also a little bit uh, concerned. I was kind of seeing the 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 cards as far as the economy potentially taking a dump. And I was a little bit worried about what might happen to online advertising. So I wanted to to build up some income streams for that site that were a little bit more in-house and a little bit less dependent on outside companies. And um, basically, a membership site just made a lot of sense to me. So I, I elected to go through with it. And I started that in early 2008 is when I started on it. And it kind of started going with some... Force and probably about April of 08. And um, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, how did, you know, creating a membership site is something that can be, um, it was not a, not necessarily a significant task, especially if you already have an audience, which you, you did, but you know, you do have to present this offer to people and convince them that it's worth buying. Um, you know, how did you go about launching your membership site?
1: Well, <laughs> I went through some mistakes in the beginning. Uh the the when I first started it was on a separate domain, uh which was I, I now I now view that as a mistake because it's kind of like I'm having to start a site from scratch and I use my list to drive traffic over to it. Um and in terms of marketing, it, it basically comes down to finding out what my audience needed and wanted. I would actually ask them, I would run surveys using SurveyMonkey. And find out what they needed and wanted. And obviously, you know, the computer-related audience, they want things that show them how to do things with their computer. Um, However, what I was finding is that that audience tends to be really cheap. Uh, You know, most of these guys will go out of their way to find something for free. Uh, It's just kind of their nature. It's a game for them. So, you know, it's... It, it was interesting marketing. It still is interesting marketing to them. Um, what I've actually ended up doing is combining some of my skills in the blogging and making money area in with that other program and kind of making a, a mix of the two. And it seems to have helped because what it really comes down to is you have to market to what the benefits are. And it's a little hard sometimes to demonstrate the benefits of somebody's life on figuring out how to use some piece of software. It's, it's, it's got to go a little bit deeper than that. So I've, I've had to adjust the program a little bit, and therefore PCMEC has evolved a little bit in terms of what's inside the membership program.
0: So so what are the benefits?
1: Benefits uh, are basically going to be learning how to save time using the internet and using technology around you. I, I do show you how to do things with a computer, uh, but I'm also kind of leaning a lot of this information toward how can you apply it to make some money and... and solidify yourself in terms of you know what the everything that's happening in the economy to be a little less dependent on your uh, current nine-to-five job and things like that so i'm kind of a tackling in a way to make money online niche with with that membership program but not quite as bluntly i guess i should say as some as like what i might do if it were on davidrisley.com and i'm doing it with a heavy geeky tech bent because that's pretty much the audience over there <laughs>
0: very good Okay, yeah. so um, let's talk about how your your blog came into play with all this. So uh, what, what what's the URL again for your PC site, just for people who are interested?
1: It's pcmech.com, P-C-M-E-C-H.com. It's got a, a little bit of a history to that domain too because it was originally called PC Mechanic, but PC Mechanic was owned by somebody else. And, I, you know, again, this is one of those lessons I learned the hard way. I, I should have just picked another name, but I didn't. So I got a domain that was separate from the name of the site, and it's you know one of those mistakes I lived with for a few years until I decided just to change the name to PC and I trademarked it. And it's a made-up word, <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things that you know sometimes you just flick yourself for making a weird move, but I work with it.
0: Oh, it's easy enough to remember, so I think it does a job. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: okay, so PCMac dot com, and that's where they will, I guess people will find content related to both the membership site and, of course, the, all the content your writers are producing in the, about computers. Um, but then yep. you've decided to start a blog as well. Now, when did that happen?
1: I started DavidRisley.com just, uh, what was it, probably mid-2008. It hasn't been around that long. Um, yeah, I, I, it's probably around in April or May.
0: Okay, and the reason why?
1: Mainly because, well, twofold. One is I had a lot of ideas brimming in me, a lot of knowledge that I love to talk about. And quite frankly, my my interest in technology had changed. It, it's not so much that I was interested in motherboards and circuitry and all that stuff as I used to be. It was more like, what do you do with this thing? And the computer is more of a tool to do things with. And it just so happens that my passion is in using it to create an online business. So I can't really talk about that so much on PCMac.com without completely changing the focus of the site. So I decided to just go ahead and create a separate site. So that's what I did. DavidRisley.com was actually a domain that I bought a few years ago, mainly just to secure my own name. And then I finally decided, hey, I might as well use it for something. Um, it, It used to have just nothing but a little banner of photos of myself, and it had absolutely no purpose at all. But then... You know, in, in OA, I decided to make a blog out of it, and I'm having a lot of fun with that site.
0: Mm, I, I've noticed um, what I really like about your site is you've you've constructed um, you know a good design, obviously, but you've also made great use of a lot of plugins. Uh, and we can talk about that in a moment, but let's just keep going with. Um, so obviously, the blog is created to sort of you know much like a lot of blogs are, mine included, to chronicle what you're doing online and, and give people advice on, on how you've. Um, you know, learn to do what you do with the, the PC mech website, right? So, I'm guessing a lot of the experience you got there is being poured into davidrisley.com. That'd oh, yeah, fair. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's such a, such a standard formula for a successful blog. I mean, you know, take what you've spent your prior years learning how to become good at and then turn that into content for other people on a blog. So, and that's worked well for you in, in this short period of time. It's only, like you said, what, six months now since you've been running it, maybe a little bit longer than that. And, um, you know, you seem to be—you're very prolific. You're writing a lot of content. You're maintaining a, a Twitter account, which is quite active. So you're really diving into all of this. Um, you know, maybe you can give us a breakdown of well, two things. You know, you're a full-time income earner online. I'm, I presume most of that comes from membership site fees now from the PC Mac website more than anything else. So maybe you could break down how everything fits together in this little empire you're building.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, probably, well, the membership site is building up. Uh, right now, it's probably on equal footing to how much money I still make through online advertising. Um, the, the PC Mac, obviously, has got banner ads on there, and I do make money that way, but the w- I'm happy to report that the membership program is going to a point where it's starting to rival oh. that, which is kind of what I had in mind. And I also do a little bit of affiliate marketing, uh, although with that site, it's sometimes a lot harder to find decent products to promote because the uh, computer hardware market, the, the margins are so tight that you know if, if they do have an affiliate program, we're usually talking about a couple of percentage uh, sales commission, which isn't worth my time. And there's not a whole lot of information products in that market. Um, so, But I do have a few that I sell. And then, of course, I've created my own because there just was a shortage of them, quite frankly, on the market.
0: Okay, so it's half advertising and half membership site fees would be the breakdown.
1: That's mostly? the majority of it, right yeah. there. The rest of it would be would be the affiliate programs, and I think that pretty much covers it. Hmm. I'm just <laughs> yeah, coming look off your, the top of my head here. Go look
0: at your last income report. So, what was? Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I think what what's your total? You're you're around the ten thousand a month mark. Is that sound right? If I remember correctly.
1: Um, a little more than that. I think last year uh, QuickBooks is saying I grossed in a little over one hundred forty-one thousand.
0: Okay, so yeah, probably around about twelve. Oh
1: yeah, right yeah. around twelve. Yeah. Okay.
0: Perfect. And so, okay, so that pretty much you know that's a very standard story, and you're doing a great job of um, well, not a standard story, but it's you know usually the story when people are getting success online, it looks a lot like that. You got your product of your own. You're also making a little money from affiliate marketing, and you're also making some money from advertising, since you may as well leverage your traffic in multiple ways. So, uh, yeah. you know, where's where's the blog fit into all of this? Now that you're you are spending time on the blog, obviously you're exploring a passion, but are you planning on, um, you know, are you, you're monetizing your blog as well, right?
1: I will be. Uh, you know, PC and Mac is obviously a blog as well. It's all WordPress powered and everything. Um. So that is where I have learned what I do by applying it to that site. Now, davidrisley.com right now is the, it's made me some money, uh, you know, through affiliate stuff mainly. But uh, it's right now I'm basically getting it off the ground and branding myself. And it's, it's mainly, that's why it's using my name, just trying to get my name out there in this particular market because I've been doing it for some time. I just never talked about it until mid-2008. And you know, as you and I both know, it is a good market to be in. It can be a lucrative one as well, quite frankly. So I just figured, why not take advantage of the experience that I have? And I, I also feel like I've got an interesting style. That I just because of my passion, and then I, I, it just it's got to go out somewhere.
0: Let's let's move to a topic you're good at, <laughs> which is te- technology. And something I've sure. noticed you've done a great job with is the plugins on your blog. Can you maybe talk? Um, what plugins you are using, like the really important ones you you consider for WordPress? That for both your blogs, I guess you know David Risley, David Risley, and uh, PC Mac.
1: Yeah, we use a bunch. Um, I, I do use the All in One SEO Pack, which is a great plugin for WordPress. It, it kind of combines many different factors for searches and optimization. Um, let's see if you, I use the Feed Burner Feedsmith, which just comes from the Feed Burner guys to redirect your plugin over to your Feed Burner, uh, which I like using Feed Burner because you can keep track of the number of people that subscribe that way. Um, Google XML sitemaps is obviously a very important one. These are a lot of these are probably basics that a lot of your listeners already know about. Um, you know what I
0: like is that the landing page one that you've got active so that When a a visitor comes to your your David Risley site, depending on the source of referral, so if they came from a Google search or maybe a Technorati search or even another website like ProBlogger, for example, it actually has a custom message that appears and it's like, you know, hello, ProBlogger reader, you know, thanks for visiting my blog and maybe you want to subscribe or something like that, right? And it's very customized and it's nice and clean. How are you doing that?
1: Uh, let me see. I'm looking at my list here. I think, yeah, here it is. It's called WP Greet Box. Um, yeah, the URL is pretty long, but if you just go and Google WP Greet Box, you'll find it. And It is a great plugin because it, it has several sites built into it already, but then what you can do is create custom sites so that if you, you can, for example, I've got a refer set up for my own site, PCMec.com. If any of my people click over from there, they will realize that the site is, from the same author. Um, also, about a month or so ago, I did a guest post for uh, problogger.net, and I actually set up a a uh, custom referral so that if anybody came over from problogger, it would greet them with a little tiny logo from problogger and say, welcome from problogger, you know, subscribe to my feed, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and it is a good way of, of kind of customizing the experience of coming from a particular site, and it gets their attention because that's where they just were. Hmm
0: yeah and I think that's very innovative and it's it seems a little better than some of the other ones I've seen out there the old uh, landing pages one was okay but you you've really got a you know it's very um well customized do you uh, do you have to do much hacking to make it do that or is that out of the box
1: it, out of the box that's the one of the great things about it it has a killer style sheet with it too so it looks really slick
0: mm. so w p greet for anyone who i'm I'm getting that installed on my my latest design coming right now, so I can do the <laughs> cool. same thing. Uh, any other plugins while we we're talking about this?
1: Um, a couple that I like. One was, I, it's called Yet Another Related Post plugin. It's a great name because there are a lot of these things, but I like this one because it, it seems to be pretty accurate, and it actually will allow me to put the related post into the RSS feed itself. Uh, which is great if, you know, a lot of these, especially blogs in this market, because the audience is very very RSS savvy, a lot of them tend to read the blog via the feed only. So it's nice to be able to get them to click a little bit. Um, And the other one I wanted to mention was Flickr Photo Album. Uh, This one, I've noticed that not a whole lot of people use, but I think John Chow uses it, and I do. And it allows you to bring your Flickr photos in. And have them display right on your blog using your own URL, and it's a great way of providing a little stickiness to your site because people just—they're—I guess I don't know what the word would be—but they just like looking at pictures of people. <laughs> voyeurism, I think
0: it is. <laughs> voyeurism. That's a, yeah, there it is. And uh,
1: they—they'll—they'll they'll click around for a while just to look at photos, even though they're pretty mindless. So uh, you know, I—I I, I throw it on there, and I. Whenever I go to a, a meetup group or something, I'll take some photos and stick them up there. And it, you know, I but, think it's a
0: great plug. And I've, I've just got same thing. Um, I've got Nate Whitehill from Unique Blog Designs doing my redesign right now, and, and he suggested yeah, I know that straight away that we get the old Flickr um, plug-in into the in the sidebar like that. So I think it's a great one. Especially if you got some neat photos to show, and I also like the fact that you've got that um, rotating banner. You stole the idea before I got to publish mine uh, of (laughs) (laughs) of your pictures of yourself in your header, and you know you doing different interesting things. So uh, I really like that idea. I've got I've got that coming as well. So if anyone wants to check out more, you know, I guess aesthetic functions that are, are, are. monkey and, and, and look good and, and can also help with your you know stickiness and increase your subscriptions both to RSS and, and Twitter and so forth, just have a, a little browse around um, davidrisley.com. You know, I think the best way of actually to experience it properly is maybe do a search for David R-I-S-L-E-Y, Risley, into yes. Google so that that will show up in Google search. You can click that link, take, go to David's site, you'll see the, the little prompting box, how that looks and what it looks like, and then just explore and, and see what David's doing. Um, so, David, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Just wondering, uh, you know, what's your, your plans for the future with this? You know, you, you seem to be at least aware of the, the need to diversify your income streams and, um, you know, build up multiple income streams. Are, are you going to, uh, you know, this 2009 as we record this, it just started? Are you spending your time, you know, marketing your membership site or building up your blog or all of the above?
1: All of the above, really. The membership uh, program on PC Mac is going to be taking pretty top priority for me uh i've got it's going to keep me busy too because the plans that i have for 2009 are pretty huge it's going to involve a lot of video uh but you know i'm already doing pretty much daily videos on davidrisley.com and being at this site right now is not making a whole lot of money it's more of a branding experience uh you can expect to see some stuff happening on this site uh probably involving continuity as well uh i've just got so much information that i like to put down i like to to, uh, you know, start doing some stuff with some other people. I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So it's, it's, it is an all-the-above type of an equation. Um, I also have some ideas for some info products I might stick out there that are in completely different markets, more, again, as an experiment, just to play around, see, see what I can get off the ground. So I'll be busy. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that, when I say it's a full time blogging. It really is full time. Yeah, that,
0: that's something I'm interested in, uh, and the read, listeners probably are too. Is you know that's a lot of work you're taking on board there. And, and how does this sort of fit into your average day? What what do you do during the day?
1: Well, a lot of the written posts that I do on DavidRisley.com, I I actually sit down and write them all in one one sitting. Uh, it, you know, I'll spend four or five hours, say either on a Sunday or a Monday. And and sit down and just write five posts and I will not future post them but they sit there in queue and I just publish them throughout the week, which saves me a lot of time. Now The videos I've got it to a point now where I can just record it with one take, and I use iMovie 08, which is it's not incredibly capable but it's very quick for editing a movie. So I can record a uh, a flip tip video and get it get it out the door in probably about 15 minutes. Uh, so I do that every day. And then I'm going to be putting that same thing, that same process to work for PCMec.com and the membership program.
0: So for for people listening who, you know, want to start moving towards some of the kind of success you've had, you know, getting a membership site or even just building that first successful website like you had with PCMec, you know, what, what would you suggest to them?
1: Uh, well, two things. One is pick a market that you're passionate in. I At the time, and I still am passionate about the subject of technology and computers, and obviously my approach has changed, but it's still a subject that interests me quite a bit. And same with DavidRisley.com. I really enjoy the market, and I could never produce this much content if I didn't really enjoy it. So when I tell people how to pick a market, then it really comes down to choosing what is going to work and where there's going to be readers and finding where that intersects with what you can sit down and really produce a lot of content on with no problem because you actually care. Um, And in terms of, after that, it's really a matter of actually scheduling time to do it because, you know, a lot of people, they've got a lot of big ideas and they'll tend to spin their wheels, but what it really comes down to is action. Nothing's going to happen unless you sit down and you start typing your blog post and really really get out the material and at the same time simultaneously making strategic moves to actually monetize it so that's really what it comes down to doing something you're passionate about and actually taking action making a point to take action
0: all right that's a good point to end on then thank you uh, david for taking a little time out of your day to do this interview uh, one more time the, the two urls that we've talked about in this interview can you give them
1: Sure. The computer one is uh, pcmech.com. That's pcmech.com, And then my personal one is davidrisley.com. That's where I talk about what I do for a living.
0: All right. Great stuff, David. Thank you. And uh, good luck with everything you're up to in 2009.
1: All right. Thank you very much and thanks for having me.